When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, Dick Dickerson right here at the home of Hot Rock and Roll. Okay, it's 92.5 coming out of a white snake block. Talking about blocks and white snake. Hey, we got white snake coming. That's right to the fantastic, fabulous form of Los Angeles, California. We're giving away tickets right here at KS925. I want the very first caller to answer this question. And the question is, can you name the lead singer of White Snake? Hey, caller number one, you're on with Dick Dickerson. What's crackalackin', my friend? What's your name? Where you calling from? Uh, hi, Dick. Uh, this is Rob. Call me Mr. Dick. <laughs> M- Mr. Dick. Uh, I'm calling from uh, El Monte. Oh, El Monte. It's a pretty rowdy area. Uh, so, uh, Rod, you heard the question. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, you think you can answer that? All uh, right. The singer is Rob. Rob Halford. Oh, Rob, you are so incorrect. What? Pathetic. Yeah, Rob, you got the wrong band wrong. Not going to go home empty-handed. You know what we're going to give you for your gift, even though you didn't win? What did I win? I won something? Yeah, you're going to get something for being the first caller, even though you had the incorrect answer. We're going to give you a little prize to remember. You ready for it? Oh, man, give it to me. All right, you're going to get an official bootleg white snake t-shirt that was found on the floor of their last tour. Oh, it smells like beer, pee, and everything else, Rod. Who's your favorite station to listen to, Rod? Cool. Whatever the station this is. <laughs> oh, Rob, you answered incorrect again. You know what? We're not going to send you a diddly squat, Rob. Hopefully you'll find a girlfriend in your life. Next caller, you are on with Dick Dickerson right here. Radio Rock and Roll K-Hits. Not a 2-5. Can you answer this question? Caller, what's your name and where are you calling from? Hey, hello, Dick. How are you? This is Fernando. And I'm calling you from San Gabriel. Oh, San Gabriel. I like the way you remind me of Ricky Ricardo. How you doing today? Can you answer the question? You ready for the question? Did you hear it? I, I'm ready. No, what do you want me to do? You want me to, uh, want me to shine some shoes or something? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you Latinos, always willing to work. I love it. I love it. As a matter of fact, hey, uh, I got a couple of jobs at my house. So. You call me and I, I'll be there with 12 of my muchachos. Okay, now, Fernie. Can I call you Fernie? No, okay. no, Fernie is hey. my uncle. He passed away from COVID. Okay, let me ask you this. Do you hear the Bells Fernando, what is the name of the lead singer of Whitesnake? His name is David Coverdale. Oh, yeah, everybody give him a round of applause. Captain, do you hear the bell ring? Fernando, you win two tickets to go check out Whitesnake at the fabulous form. And these are choice seats, my friend. Can I win something else too? I, I want the, the new the new love songs album. No, no, you're just getting the tickets. That's all you're getting. Don't be greedy. Come on, one prize for all. Not only are you going to sit front row of the White Snake concert, yeah. where you too can feel the essence of David and the boys upon you, and probably get some of his perspiration tossed on you from that gorgeous head of hair. You are going to get a free parking pass, dinner for two at the In and Out Burgers, not very far from the arena who's your favorite station and who's your favorite jog baby all right
Right. You stay here. It's 92.5 with Dick Dickerson. Orale. That's right. Orale. Hey, let's hit another song. You keep it locked and loaded right there to KS 92.5, where we keep the concert vibe alive. Can you bleed some of the cure? Oh, ho, ho, Fernando, please don't insult me, the cure. I only play the cure when I feel the need to vomit. Hey, let's get on with another song. This is Judas Priest coming up right here at KS 92.5. Take me back to the glory. You are listening to the one and only Back to the 80s Radio. This is Toscano from Toscano with Chang. Thank you for making us the greatest 80s radio show with me as he is every single time we're on the air. It's a man that has more pictures behind his wall, not in front of the wall, behind the wall, as I've heard that he knows where the body of Jimmy Hoffa is buried. He is also a man that has seen every single episode of Cagney and Lacey and wants to have a remake. This is the one and only Chang. Chang, how the heck are you, man? Happy 2022 (laughs) after COVID. Oh, yes. Let's hear it. Everybody say it together. Back to the 80s. Even yeah. after COVID. <laughs> I think I'll name my uh, last born COVID. Woo! Hey, Chang, I want to give a special wow. shout out to all those people listening to us through Pandora. You guys are making the show grow um, exponentially. So we really want to thank all of you. And and you know what? On any platform that you guys are listening to us, here's what we're going to ask. We're going to ask that you send us a review or send us a note telling us where you listen to us from. Let us know what you think of the show. Let us know if you want to hear a certain topic here back to the 80s. We want to do that for for all of us because we're all 80s lovers. Now, very briefly, I do want to mention that we would love to have you on board as a supporter of Back to the 80s Radio. Go to over to our Patreon page at Back to the 80s Radio or send us a note directly to our Facebook page via Messenger and let us know that you want to support the show we would love to have you on Back to the 80s Radio as right. well. Let's give a shout out to my good buddy out there in uh, New Jersey, Frank Anastasia. I also want to give a shout out to a couple of my fellow co-students back at St. Benedict's Elementary School. I want to give a shout out to anybody out there that is serving in the armed services. We thank you for your dedication and a very, very chang warming thank you and shout out to everybody out there in the police force, in the emergency and medical force, the first responders, uh, and anybody out there going through hard times. If you need to talk to somebody, please go out there and talk to somebody and get some help. Depression is not the way to go. So anybody out there feeling down, Orale, what's up to you? My special shout out. We're going to be talking about all those reasons why life was better in the 80s. You're listening to Back to the 80s. Chuck Yeager here. Old soldiers never die, but neglected batteries do. That's why I feel better with a Delco battery under the hood. Seal tight and maintenance free with plenty of startup power to handle cold winter nights. Delco batteries and deep cycling Delco Voyager batteries. Land or sea, they're maintenance free. 
And now get up to $5 rebate on all Delco batteries. See your AC Delco retailer for details. But act soon. This offer ends December 19, 1987. Your number one for classic radio listening. You're listening to Back to the 80s. All right, cats and kitties, welcome back to Toscano and Chang here at Back to the 80s. One of the things that I think was better back then, I would have to say television shows, to me, uh, were a lot better than nowadays. Uh, And really quick, nowadays it seems like TV shows are pressed, kind of forced. They kind of come up with the same ingredient of a show of the past, a copycat. There's really no true uh, essence of of a new show. We have endless channels today, right? Endless channels. Then we have uh, the newest of all network, the greatest network on earth today, which is YouTube, where everybody's a star. Everybody wants to put on a show. Everybody wants to make money. But guess what is not there? The creativity that we had back in the 80s. You have Netflix today. You have Amazon TV. You have countless Hulu, Fubo. Peacock. It's it's. I mean, it's, it's endless, ridiculous. right? The array of programming that we find today is absolutely enormous. There is no comparison. However, it is all However. second rate. And I'll tell you why. It seems that Hollywood today is only obsessed with CGI and remakes. Now, the marketing is so great in, in TV shows and in movies. I mean, when you see it on TV, then when you go see that flick, it doesn't live up to it. There's a lack of imagination, lack of creativity. And what they do is they get all these committees together. They create all these um, these fake strategies that are going to get people in to see films. But you know what? It's not. 70s and 80s, you had shows like Three's Company. You had shows like WKRP in Cincinnati. We just lost uh, Dr. Johnny Fever on that. That's show. right. WKRP uh, from Cincinnati. Yeah. That's right. MASH. We had that type of creative shows. And today, a lot of it seems to be just recycled. You, well, nowadays we have the reality TV, which to me is a bunch of malarkey. Reality TV, all that does is show the worst of an individual. And it kind of uh, opens up the floodgates for other people to go out there and act jack like jackasses, thinking there's a camera somewhere. But really, there's no camera, and people just really get their kicks out of being jackasses. And now, here's something I wanted to point out. We're talking about movies. Uh, a movie to me that I really didn't like was Avatar. Totally computer-generated. I thought just totally lost any kind of appeal to me. But a movie out in the 80s that did the same thing to, to my mind, that kind of... Uh, Cross blew my mind away almost to wanting to go, oh, what a raggedy piece of crap was Tron. I was not a fan of the Tron movie. Can you believe I've never seen Tron, the original, the one in the 80s. I've never seen it. Mm -hmm. You know what? Just play the game. (laughs) I'll tell you that. (laughs) I sucked at the game, by the way. Always crashing into walls. But yeah, so I, that was a game I hated. Yeah. There was so many times I wanted to just flip that machine over, but it was just too heavy for the Chang <laughs> at the time. <laughs> it was just a, a time where TV and movies were were much better than today. Jumping into another thing that that made the 80s great, why life was better in the 80s, I'm going to pick something very, very simple for you, bro. Because I was young. People <laughs> were more friendly. It seems oh, to me off. that people were more friendly. Now, I'm not claiming that we all lived in the... the Everything was a bed of roses and not everybody was singing Kumbaya by the fire, right? But of course the majority of us used to talk to each other everywhere we went outside. As a matter of fact, we you had could no be social wa- media. Yeah. 
uh, you could be walking down the street, see a perfect stranger, say hi, and start talking to him and, and even gain a friendship from that. You could be waiting at the bus stop and start talking to the people waiting at the bus stop. Today, nobody could- wants to talk to each other. Do you remember when you used to see a pile of kids, bikes outside someone's house? I mean, during my childhood, we knew that everybody was outside playing together, riding bikes. You would climb trees. Everything was outside. That lasted, I'd say, up until 90. Yeah. I think 1990, that innocence kind of ended because uh, in the later 80s, I was already a dad and I had three girls at the time. And, you know, my girls are the last generation, I think, uh, of... uh, Mentioning exactly what you just stated, being able to play outside, uh, go to arcades, gather around and, and watch good, uh, good TV program. You know, I'll go, hey, the uh, number one uh, TV show back then was uh, Full House. My daughters all watch it. God bless Bob Saget. Rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite comedians. But that was a show that was out in the 80s that my kids would watch. A lot of families would gather and watch that. Yeah. Uh, Family Ties, another television show. Cheers. Uh so, you know, uh, the era where kids are hanging out outside and uh, having to be home by dusk, uh, they're long over. And we can we, we can blame social media, but we can also blame the darker uh, elements that we have out there. Child abductions, uh, uh, rape has gone up. A lot of uh, kids now are, are living uh, single parent dwellings uh, are, are latchkey kids. Uh, right. So. There's a lot of negative uh, elements, my friend, which kind of uh, add to why childhood is such a devastating change. On the block where I live right now, currently, there are a few kids that do play outside. And it's a first for me in a long, long time. Sometimes I even drive through my old neighborhood where I used to ride my bikes Mm -hmm. in uh, Santa Fe Springs. Nobody's outside in that entire neighborhood, in that entire city. I don't see anybody on bikes anymore. I don't see anybody playing outside in the streets anymore. It's just been replaced by technology. And it just breaks my heart that kids today are nowhere near experiencing what we did back then. Yeah, every now and then when I'm in Southern California, I'll take a cruise down uh, to the neighborhood that I grew up in, uh, Southside Montevideo, uh, I'll cruise down to uh, Whittier or Downey, where I brought my kids up, just to look at the neighborhoods, and and uh, it just breaks my heart uh, the amount of graffiti, the lack of maintenance done to the streets by uh, you know local cities there for whatever what reason they are ripping off the consumers and the taxpayers and having the cities just look totally hideous, uh, gang infested, uh, filthy. Uh, no one really outside anymore. Uh, I, I go by these areas and, you know, there's high fences to where there was no fences before. Uh, bars on windows. And I thought, geez, this isn't the 80s. What are doing people putting on bars or nothing but uh, alarm company signs? It's just, man, uh, the depreciation of the neighborhoods where my kids grew up and where I grew up. Uh, I mean. It's enough to probably make me cry if I really sat there and thought about it. I mean, it's just a total breakdown. And going through these neighborhoods, there are no children gathering the way that my children did. There are no children gathering in my old neighborhood the way that I did with my buddies. They're all afraid. You know what I mean? You've got gangs running out there. You've got taggers running out. And if anybody knows the, the streets, uh, tagging is, is very similar to their tag crews. They're almost like gangs. So you get caught up in the right, wrong place at the wrong time. You just never know what's going to happen. There's, it's almost, a, I don't want to say that it's a total 
anarchy, but in in some ways we're living in a society that is a, a bit anarchy. I would think yeah. people were a lot friendly, like a lot friendlier, like you stated in the eighties. Correct. Nowadays, everybody is uh, open the old corral gate to go ahead and hate and judge and be prejudiced. Uh, you know, uh, I thought we came from a time where races uh, were going to get along. We have. Uh, multi races marrying and having children we have children of bicultural but yet the hate grows kind of faster and, and stickier than than mold did when we come back we're going to be talking more about the reasons that life was better in the 1980s don't go away this is the one and only back to the 80s radio hey if you listen to rock and roll radio in the 80s then listen to this toscano and chang they will transport you Back in time, back to the 80s. Winter's here. So how do you cope with a tough winter cold? Listen to Dennis Andrews. When I feel terrible, I want something that's going to work quick. Alka-Seltzer Plus clears up my congestion, the pounding in my head, the runny nose. I hate the runny nose. The watery eyes. That's Dennis Andrews for Alka-Seltzer Plus cold medicine. It's a lifesaver for me because it gives me what I want. I want to feel good and I want to look good. And I stick with something that works. Alka-Seltzer Plus cold medicine. Fast, effective relief for tough winter colds. Use as directed. If it's popular, we do it. Totally awesome. And now, back to the 80s with Toscano and Chang. What I want to know is, why are the only funny lines on this show the ones behind me? Welcome back. This is Back to the 80s Radio. This is Toscano. We are talking about reasons why living in the 80s, life was much better. And oh. Chang, we talked about it, just a couple of things that uh, a lot of the newer generation will never have, unfortunately, oh. that experience. And even some of the millennials uh, that I've came got, in I've, later. I've got one that is going to give a literal head slap to many of the people that have no clue about this family friend activity that we used to get to do. And you know what that is, my friend? Going to the drive-in theater. Oh, my God. Very, very yeah. few drive-in theaters are open. Now they're opening now because of COVID. I remember you could take your family and your kids and just throw some blankets and lawn chairs and you know you take your own food or you can go into the snack bar and order yourself a killer pizza you can order a box of hot dogs popcorn and you can watch the movie in your car and you could just like lay low and relax almost like you're in your living room right right you have that freedom of just being loud and funny and you know carefree either in the back of a truck a van uh, a couple of vehicles, you tailgate with people, you sit outside, you know what I mean? You get your kids all bundled up. That's something we don't see anymore, bro. And that's sad because in this time of need, brother, we need more uh, family events that are going to bring family and friends together yeah. to get outside of your phone. Yeah. Get off your device. Go get some fresh air. Go interact with other people that are sitting out there and they're lawn chairs or in their cars doing the same thing as you yeah talk to somebody we don't have that talk to somebody without having to use your fingers to type go out there and start learning how to socialize and right. for a lot of the parents from the 80s that have now become addicted to their phones leave that stupid phone put it away for a little while and you're go right back hold on i'm getting a text <laughs> <laughs> and go back and do what you used to do Maybe go relearn how to talk with your mouth rather than with your fingers. This is one of the things, this is one of my pet peeves. And, and we'll get into that because what I'm bringing up next 
has uh, it's all along the same lines. But you're right. You know, uh, drive-in oh, theaters. Hating, hating? Are you going to hate? I'm going to hate. Segment? I'm going to hate. Drive-in theaters were a beautiful experience. If you have people that are used to talking out loud in the theaters, drive-in theaters is the perfect place for them because they don't bug you. They're there. They're in their own car. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But I'm glad they started trying to bring these out now because of COVID. Maybe get that newer generation excited for going to the movies outside. Right. It is an exciting thing. Even though you're in the car, even though you have that liberty that, that you're in your own little space, at the same time, you still have that ambiance feel, that that feel that, you know, there's still people are all around me looking at the same movie yes. that we are. So it's like one ginormous family looking yes. at a flick. And you then, have that feeling of being in public, yeah, but yet private, your, your own surroundings, right? And then now, when you needed to go, uh, you you wanted to get some popcorn or some candy. You got off your car, you went to the little snack shop, and you got it. And it was the greatest feeling in the world coming back with all that food and eating and just oh, yeah. having a blast. One of the things that drives me nuts about today that although technology has made things very very convenient for us. But now, have you noticed not only drive-ins, but have you noticed that theaters are going bankrupt? Theater, Nobody's going to the theaters anymore? Yes. And of course, I understand that the COVID had a well, lot to COVID, do with bro. it. Yeah. COVID had a, a lot to do with it. But now yes, streaming, streaming platforms have taken the fun away. You'll see the ad or, for, or a trailer of a movie, and then it'll say streaming on Netflix soon or streaming on HBO soon. Mm-hmm. I don't want to mm-hmm. see a mm-hmm. trailer for a movie and then I can sit home and watch it. I mean, that's fine. Yes. You know, but if I want that, I'll just go out there and uh, uh, buy the uh, VHS like what we used to do. Remember that? We used to right. go out there and just buy the now, VHS for fun. Rent it, I want to add this to what you just brought up, theaters. Now, back in the 80s, uh, we had the fun and enjoyment of going to the 12 o'clock midnight showings of either uh, rock uh, movies such as Led Zeppelin, Black and Blue, Blue Oyster Cult, and Black Sabbath, uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. We could go see, uh, what was the other movie that uh, they used to show? Cal Jam, they, they made a documentary movie of that. I mean, you could go and see so many different types of movies at 12 o'clock. Or 1 a.m. special showing, yes, going to the 12 o'clock uh, movie when uh, uh, Back to the Future premiered. You know, you get a whole different crowd in at 12 o'clock. The right. vibe is totally different. It's kind of a little bit more liberal. You have a lot more people that are going in uh, under the influence. A lot of boyfriend and girlfriend going out there because they're the what yeah. they used to because they were going to go out and make out and stuff like that. This is an experience that even today they're going to lose because of streaming, all because yes. of technology. You know, right. it's convenient, it's great, but we have to draw the line somewhere where we don't allow streaming to take over because then you lose a part of your identity. It's a part of who we are. Uh, I'd say identity and adventure. I mean, how many times, bro, before the COVID, when you and your wife were either dating or before the boys uh, uh, came into your guys' world? You know what, babe? Let's go to a show. 
okay, open up the paper and you look at shows. And sometimes you'd end up in Westminster, Whittier, La Puente, Hollywood. We've lost that freedom. That's why I say adventure to go to a different movie house. You know what I mean? I always found fun, bro, in going to different movie houses, looking at the architecture, looking at the, the way it was set up in the lobby, you know, what video games are around, what what cardboard cutouts, how bright is the uh, snack area, you know. Streaming, bro, and the COVID is killing that to, to highest proportions, bro, to our agree. Now, we, you uh, you know too, bro, you're, you fall guilty too with this COVID epidemic where you stream movies to be with the wife and the kids. I know me and my wife fall to this too. We don't get to go out. I mean, all our kids are grown and gone and all over the United States now, so we stream a lot. Yes, it has been fun because it fills in those times of uh, stress and strain with the COVID, but yet, in a way, me and my wife often talk about, man, we miss when we were able to go and head out to, you know, uh, go to San Gabriel to go watch the movie up over there by uh, uh, Del Mar or go to La Puente, or let's go to the Palladium, or let's go down to Hollywood and watch a movie, or let's go to Orange County. That's all gone, my friend. Well, and look what happened. It goes along the same line of movie rentals. Movie rentals is something that you know that when you were, that you saw a movie at the theater and you loved, you were excited to rent that movie and to go watch it with with your loved ones or with your friends. Right, um, but that and, we had already heard of that movie only in theaters. Right, it didn't and there come was some out movies after the theaters, and there were some movies that we never got to make it at the theater. Remember, because life yes. happens. We were busy. We were having fun all the time, and and some movies didn't last long at the theater, so they had come out on on video, and that was our time to go and rent. And unfortunately, that's done as well because of streaming. Streaming yeah. has killed everything. Both, and we're going to talk about this later in the show. But it has also killed it in the music business. Here, I got one more for you. Back in the 80s, one of the reasons that I enjoyed it so much and that I say life was better, and this may sound a little hypocritical to some people, but I'm going to explain myself why. And that was that there was no Internet back in the 80s. I mean, it was being developed. It was behind the scenes. Yes. And I know it may sound a little hypocritical because we rely here on Back to the 80s. We rely on the Internet. But you know what? Now, everybody does. It's no longer a luxury. It is a necessity now, right? Yep. But I think that if you grew up in the 80s, you'll realize and you'll agree that it was a whole lot more fun without the Internet. Rather than going on social media, worrying about how how much followers you have, how many likes you have. You have to take pictures all the time, which, by the way, I got to tell you this. I hate with a passion. I don't hate the people. But I hate the fact that people get addicted to taking pictures of themselves or what they're eating every single second of every moment of every day. It just <laughs> it just it's I it's disgusting to me. But everyone was more sociable before the arrival of the Internet. And if you wanted to buy something, you actually had to go to a local shop or to the mall or to the store. If you wanted to read a book. Guess where you had to go? You had to go to your local library. If you wanted a magazine and you wanted to buy it, you either went to the library to to check it out or you went to a bookstore and you bought it. If you wanted yep. to listen to music, what would you have to do? 
Well, you'd have to go out, buy a record, a cassette, or whatever. I have to go to a music a store. A music store. Totally and gone nowadays. But guess what? You would socially interact. And unfortunately, today, I guess, for a lot of people, we have, in a way, become slaves to this beast called the Internet. And it has closed down stores that we grew up with. It has closed down these record shops or these music stores where we used to go, the video rentals. It's changed our lives, giving us more convenience, but it's taken away the experience of a lifetime. Coming back from the next break, you stay tuned in to Toscano and Chang. We're going to talk about a whole lot more. You are listening to Back to the 80s with Toscano and Chang. Don't you go in. Hey, my pals, Toscano and Chang went to school in the 80s, and that was cool. But now they're going back. That's right. And you can tag along with Back to the 80s Radio. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If they were a laxative, they'd be so powerful you could stand on your head and shit on the ceiling. That position would not only be unavailing, but also undignified. And now, back to the 80s with Toscano and Chang. You are listening to the one and the only Back to the 80s Radio. Thanks for joining us here. If you have just joined us, we are talking about reasons why life was better in the the 1980s. And Chang, before the break, you were talking about how one of the things that we have lost, unfortunately, are those record stores. Oh, yes. Talk to us a little bit more about your experiences back in the 80s at record stores. Now, record stores, Every anybody that knows and sees me or listens to me at K-Hits 92.5 with Banging with the Chang knows that music is everything to me. Uh, music is right behind the, the love I have behind family and friends and loyalty. Now, music stores, uh, Music Plus, Tower Records, Licorice Pizza. Oh, take uh, it one by one, bro, because there's so much there. There's so I much mean, there. Uh, Hollywood has just moved the great legendary Amoeba Records, which had been on the same location on Sunset for over three decades, has moved wow. now down the way to a smaller building because of people downloading music, people going out there and just streaming and grabbing music, nobody going out there and getting in their car and going to these great music stores and spending hours in there, picking up the headphones and and going to put an album or a a CD or a cassette, whatever they were selling in there to pre-listen and maybe talk to somebody about that music while you're looking. The hours of looking through albums or look through their whole entire catalog of the store is gone. The the viewing of the posters, just the feeling of being in a music store, listening to the music they were cranking, the helpful people there, all the covers of the albums or the cassettes. I mean, we've lost that, that freedom, that adventure of looking for our own music without going on the toilet and plugging in your phone and 
oh, I think I'm going to go download some music. Well, yeah, you can do that there. But that that experience uh, and that connection to the music and feeling the music of music stores is gone. And it, that is sad. Uh, and that's one great thing that we did have and we did hold. And uh, maybe I'm going on a limb, but there was many a times me and my homies would get together on a Friday night and we would just go hang at a music store. Just yeah. take some cash and go listen to albums and cassettes and then buy stuff and just hang around in there. And you meet new people from every area. And the, and the other great thing I remember be, about going to music stores back then, some music stores had the hip and the fast gets of something that new was coming out. Sometimes artists and bands would only allow certain music uh, 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 stores to carry that album or put it out earlier. Just like I remember you could buy concert tickets. Right. At at music music shops. That's right. We don't have that anymore. Nowadays, people have to go get music at Walmart or target, or like I say, a lot of the lousy sloths in the world, just download that adventure, that essence, that vibe, that connection to the music and people. We've lost it. Love to open up a music store nowadays in, in, in the modern days. I would love to do it just to see the age bracket of people that we would be able to get in there. You said the word adventure, and I couldn't agree with you more. It was an adventure. I mean, it was yes, an it experience was. that was an adventurous experience. Because, look, you guys that only download music today, you probably download and you make a playlist, right? Or you download one song maybe two songs from an entire album, thrashing the whole idea behind recording an album for the artist. We used to go to the music stores, go through one by one, looking at all the covers. Once you found that artist that you wanted, and look, as a matter of fact, because you're going one by one, sometimes looking at records or cassettes, maybe one of those artists that you weren't even thinking of going to go by had a a cover that you thought was, oh man, this is a sharp looking cover. I'm going to read into this. Yeah. You would yeah, turn that exactly. record around or you would turn that cassette around and start reading about that artist, yes. reading about why they made that, that yes. album. And that you was read the liner notes right. and it gives and you that was more. Fascinating. Uh, it, 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 yes. It's almost, yeah, it, it, it intrigues you more to where you're going to go put that album on. And then you end up finding, man, this is a pretty good album. This is a pretty exactly. good set. Exactly. They got some good tracks. And also something great about this experience was that when you put that cassette or CD or even CD, when you would put that music on or that record, guess what? You're listening from song one to song number 10 or 12 or 15 or whatever it was. Yeah. You were listening to it nonstop. And some songs you would say, yeah, I'll pass on that song. I, they wasn't, it wasn't too good. But you'd listen to it. You'd listen to it in its entirety. You would get in your car. If you bought a cassette, you unwrapped. Oh, man, I remember unwrapping that cassette so fast. And you know what, brother? I can still smell that cellophane or that wrap around the cassette. Oh, yeah. And you know what used to piss me off? Sometimes that thing was wrapped so tight. You had to have a knife or something. To get that packaging out that cassette, remember? Because <laughs> you couldn't dig your nail up underneath yep. that crevice. Yep. They're like, oh, man. Yeah, it would drive me It would drive me bonkers. But once you got that cassette open, you'd pop that cassette in the car. And sometimes even before you'd take off, I would open up that little cassette case, 
take the little cover out and guess what? It had like three or four different flaps and you would start mm-hmm. reading a little story. You start reading the lyrics and then you start going, oh my yes. gosh. Liner we- notes. Exactly. That's one thing nowadays that, that robs uh, the artist and the intriguing feeling you get when you uh, dive into new music, the liner notes. And also additional pictures. Sometimes they'd put pictures of concerts. And sometimes, sometimes you'd even get a pair of concert tickets in an album. I remember buying a Cheech and Chong album back in 1979. This is before the age, and you get a, a an album size zigzag <laughs> yeah. to roll some doobage on. Are but, you serious? Uh, yeah, dude. I, yeah, I, as a matter of fact, I still have that album. The Zag is gone. I didn't use it. I got it from my cousins, and they were a bit older than me. Were they were the hoot hippies when I was growing up? That's probably why the Chang is and who he is, the Chang, due to those hoot hippie cousins of mine. Now, here's something. I remember going to album signings at Tower Records in Hollywood. Yes. I mean, I don't know how many. You had to be from the '80s in Los Angeles, California. Yep. To, to experience that or know exactly what I'm talking about on that essence. The other thing before we dive into some other music topics is the death of FM radio, especially rock radio as we knew it in Los Angeles and other uh, uh, certain communities within the United States. Well, it was another is, reason why life was better in the 80s. and that Better was jocks, ra- personalities, radio personality. You know, they used to play so much variety of music. You can listen to hip-hop radio stations, and they wouldn't just play hip-hop. They would play pop and music dance. and dance and freestyle and just so much variety. And yes, my favorite thing was listening to that creativity of a jock, that on-air personality. And we all had our favorite. Remember that? Oh, yeah, bro. KMET, KLOS, KNAC right here, brother. So... There were things that made it a beautiful era to live in the 80s. Talking about music stores, I wanted to quickly go back and mention a few. You mentioned Amoeba Records. You mentioned Tower. You remember Licorice Pizza, as you mentioned. Licorice Pizza, correct. Now, how about this? Do you remember? Now, this is late 80s, but do you remember uh, Music Plus? And of do you course. Re- I, yeah. Do you remember um, Sam Goody as well? Ah, uh, that's the one I forgot. Sam Goody. Sam Goody... Now, the, the, the cool thing about Sam Goody is Sam Goody used to sell albums and cassettes a lot cheaper than some of the other entities that I mentioned prior. But Sam Goody kind of was like, mm, I would say, like a block behind getting that album or that cassette, like uh, Music Plus or Tower Records. They would get that music in a couple of weeks prior to Sam Goody. Then Sam Goody would get it. And then... Uh, sell for a little bit cheaper now here's one like you said licorice pizza love that licorice pizza i loved it i mean licorice pizza to me will always be remembered not only for their not for their cassettes but their album coverage yes i would get lost in licorice pizza for sometimes five hours and just stare at the posters and buy posters and stare at the albums and read every liner note and look at every type of artwork on the album and then take it in the back and listen to it. And just like you said, man, the first thing that caught my eye was the album cover. Then read the liner notes. It's like, oh, shoot, I'm going to listen to some tunes. (laughs) And it's just like, Licorice Pizza to me and Music Plus will always be the two entities that take me back to the vinyl. Good Lord, do I love the vinyl. 
I think it was the album cover that was the attraction. Oh yeah, the album and and the experience of of going to to buy it. It was just mm-hmm. beautiful. Sometimes you'd save up money to get that record that you wanted, and when you finally got it, you listened to it until you, I mean, you listened to it to death. Remember that? Let's yeah. take a short little break because here back to the eighties, we've got tons more reasons why we oh, loved yes. living in the eighties. Don't go away. There's more to come. Now, if it's totally tubular, rad, or awesome, it's on Back to the 80s. And let me point to the president. The macho man Randy Savage is not happy with your decision, yeah. I am the cream in the World Wrestling Federation. Wait, wait a minute, and there is no doubt about it, yeah. You mean Gene Okerlund. You know that I'm the cream of the crop. Commercials, bad. Music, good. Now, with zero commercials. Please help support us and your donation today. We are going back to the 80s. Welcome back to Back to the 80s, hosted by yours truly, Toscano and Chang. Tonight, we are discussing some of the things back in the 80s that were way better in comparison to nowadays. And some of the things that we've lost and cherished back in the 80s in comparison to now. Uh, We've been on the topic of music. We've just discussed, uh, for those that have missed, music stores. Seeing that we're talking about music, and we we discussed a little bit uh, uh, how albums and cassettes are missed and liner notes and, and the whole beauty of the artwork on an LP. Let's dive into some of the forms of music the way that they've changed. And I'm going to go out there and I'm going to bring out I've noticed certain types of rock and roll and metal uh, styles have changed. You know that you know we from the '80s come from a uh, an aggressive hard rock to a a, a rocking uh, you know acid rock or or rock of the uh, classic rock. In comparison to now, I've noticed a lot of the newer metal is either really really dark or it sounds like. Uh, a bunch of teenage boys singing with metal music uh, in the background. <laughs> to me, that's a joke. You know, give me back the days of, of real hard rock bands such as Motorhead, uh, Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, bands of that significant Saxon. Uh, give me such great uh, rock and roll artists like Stevie Ray Vaughan, uh, David Bowie. They're, they're, those are talents and music styles and forms that we cannot even touch in the music business nowadays or what they try to sell us or press on us to call it something of the magnitude is classic rock such as that. Yeah. Uh, rock and roll and metal has softened up. Uh, things have become kind of popcorn, bubblegumish. Hip-hop, to me, is just a joke. There is no story. There is no sad ballad. There is no balls or guts to a lot of the music nowadays. W- wouldn't you have to uh, agree? The majority of rap today, to me, the maybe few genres of rap that are out there just sound so exactly alike that it's not even funny. 80s music, the composition, the lyrics, the talent. These bands wrote their own songs. The lead singers wrote their songs. The range, the range that they brought to the table was unparalleled. All bands and artists that were popular during the 80s would bring something unique. They would bring something different to the table. Why? Mm -hmm. Because of so much competition that was out there. And it wasn't competition like today. It wasn't 
that everybody got a chance to go on YouTube and start singing a cover and yes. wait for somebody yes. to yes. discover this. And it Reality that, TV smacked yeah, right back in the face again, brother. Back then, they had they didn't have this American Idol and the X Factor and The Voice and a uh, hundred thousand other shows that take away <laughs> uh, from the purity, from the creative mindset of writers back then. These mega bands from the 80s, whether it be bands like U2 or GNR, there's so many bands. It wasn't easy for them. They didn't just go to a show, get discovered by Simon Cowell, and then just make it. They didn't post a video, and all of a sudden they were there. They paid their dues. You know, these big bands have been going through years and years and years and years of setbacks before somebody gave them an opportunity. Some of the bands, bro, uh, that we, you can bring up real quick, uh, En Vogue, uh, can bring up Expose, uh, the Sugar Hill Gang. Uh, you can bring up, like I like I mentioned, David Bowie. We had the Commodores. We had the Gap Band. We, we had, had the Earth, Police Fire still rocking in the 80s. Where are the bands like that? Where are the Lou Rawls? Where are the Whitney Houstons? Yeah. You know, all you get uh, put up with nowadays is a lot of the pop culture, wannabe a little bit over-the-top type artist nowadays. I mean, I think we've lost the true essence of a real singer. I mean, uh, you now we have Gwen Stefani out there, but I'm sorry, I'm going to go out here and you can hate me all you want, but if I want to listen to Gwen Stefani, I'll look at a cartoon of Betty Boop just to hear <laughs> some little kind of girlish little accent come out of it. No, I'm not a big fan, but we're, we, we've lost a lot of the great type of musicians and singers in the 80s. You, who do we blame, my brother? We can, we, we can blame technology, but we have to blame the uh, CEOs and the people in, in charge of these musical divisions that are so-called talent scouts. Yeah, the, the, 80s, the, label, the label companies were one of the biggest... Uh, factors in uh, not allowing artists to develop their own music because they just wanted to just just get them famous, get them famous, get them famous. Yeah. You know, research by a company called Betway Online has shown that 80s music has the largest number of fans in the world. You can look it up. Most people become attached to music styles that they experience between uh, the ages of 10 and 25. Right. But they're drawn to it because back then, these bands, they were played on the radio. They had unique sounds. You had hundreds and hundreds of bands that they all had a, a unique sound. Huh. 80s music is unique. It's diverse. It's complex. It will be set apart for decades to come. It's unlikely that music from this era or maybe even the following few eras to come uh, will even come close to it, brother. Exactly. 80s music is here to stay. I'm going to ask this question to any of our listeners out there who are real hip-hop fans. Now, I'm going to sit around. I'm going to crack open a couple of cold ones and crank up some N.W.A., some Public Enemy, you know, Beastie Boys. Wu-Tang. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to crank up some Beastie Boys. I'm not going to sit around and listen to this jackass uh, Machine Gun Kelly oh, or, or any of these other half-wits, man, or, or or what's the name of that homeboy with all that writing on his face. And I'm just, you know, that's not hip-hop to me, man. You're, you're telling me a story of how you just want to go ahead and get loaded and talk crap about the way a chick looks. Nah, man, I want to hear something that's real. I want to hear something that's fresh. I want to hear something that screams to me about the struggle 
and uh, kind of the put down and hold down of society because that's to me is the true essence of music music is an emotion uh, a way of life nowadays music is polished popcorn bubblegum pretend pretentious everybody wants to be the same and sing the same it's all fake popcorn bs nowadays as in comparison to hip hop or any music yes music back then rock today's music i'm sorry most of it sucked I want to go ahead and challenge me. Go ahead and get a hold of Toscano. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you you want to fight Chang? Can, I'll give you his number he later. Can go ahead and filter out all the hate. This is back <laughs> to the 80s radio. When we come back, we've got some Changries. Don't go away. And what you going to do when Hulkamania and the largest arms in the world run wild on you? You are listening to Back to the 80s radio. This is the moment in the show where we talk about what made us angry back in the 80s. However, today, we've got something different for you. Today, the Chang will talk about what makes him angry today. And in honor of the most wondrous Chang, we call them Changry. So Chang, what makes you Changry today compared to the 80s? Well, my brother, if you did not listen to this last segment, the thing that gets me Changry most of all nowadays is the business of music. I am Changry about hip-hop music. It sucks nowadays. Just nothing but sure stupidity. You know what else gets me Changry about nowadays in comparison to back to the 80s? My gray hair. You know what else gets me Changry nowadays in comparison to back in the day? I have to use a little blue pill. You know what gets me Changry now in comparison to the days in the 80s? Police officers, they'll shoot you now. Before, they would just throw you on the street and kick you. You know what gets me Changry more today than it did back in the 80s, Toscano? The price of a stamp. You know what gets me Changry nowadays in comparison back to the 80s? I never got any buffering. You know what gets me Changry nowadays in comparison to back in the 80s? I can't hang around in the mall and not look like a creep. And that, ladies and gentlemen, are this week's Changries. If you have something that you'd like to tell us about that made you angry or changry back in the 80s, let us know through our Facebook Messenger. Send us a message and we'll talk about it on the following Friday. In the meantime, Chang, it's been great to, to be back here and and to be once again full throttle with uh, oh, the yes, pedal definitely. to the metal here on Back to the 80s Radio. We've got a great year ahead, so we want you to stick around, be a part of Back to the 80s Radio have a great week. That's right. Enjoy yourself. Be safe. And don't forget to tune in next Friday to the one and only Back to the 80s Radio. And before I release you to another Chang-tastic weekend, I want to give a special shout-out to Scano, and I want to say a, an hasta la vista to all those people out there that give us the thumbs down. Oh, Keep those thumbs coming. Doesn't right. matter, up or down, we know you're listening. I bid you all an adios. Arrivederci. Hasta mañana. Hasta la vista. Hasta luego. Sayonara. And to all my homies that I forgot in the volume, oh, orale. and to all my Caucasian friends in Orange County. Later, bros. Take me back to the glory days.